Hello everyone, I'm Paris Fox and I'd like to welcome you to 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership with Tom Fox hosted by Richard Lummis. What makes a great leader? Is it genetic or can you learn leadership skills? Join Tom Fox and Richard Lummis in this podcast where they consider leadership from a wide variety of perspectives, academic, behavioral science, history, popular culture, the movies, and much more. You'll learn about specific tactics and strategies that you can bring to your own leadership toolkit. 12 O'Clock High is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of 12 O'Clock High, a podcast about leadership. This is Richard Lummis. I'm here with Tom Fox for another discussion on how to improve our leadership skills. We believe leadership is a skill which can be improved with study of both good and bad practices, and we try to draw interesting examples from many sources, including history, fiction, film, and business writing. Welcome back, Tom. Thank you, Richard. Today we're going to do sort of a wrap-up of what we've discussed in 2019, and uh, we've kind of been all over the map, I think, this last year looking at the, the podcasts. What was your most fun podcast, Tom? Well, um, you know, we had just several different, and it's hard to say which of your children is your favorite, uh, but (laughs) I enjoyed... Depends on the day. (laughs) Depends on the day. Uh, We did multiple series uh, this year, uh, and I think that was fun to to look at things uh, in a longer uh, story arc. Uh, we started off with, although we posted it at the end of uh, twenty eight, right at the end of twenty eighteen, was a series on uh, General Stanley McChrystal, retired General Stanley McChrystal's book on leadership, and he took a look at a wide variety of leaders, and we took a sort of a deep dive into each one of those. The um, MacArthur Truman series was uh, a lot of fun, kind of revisiting their very different leadership styles, and then the inevitable, I think, confrontation, which led to Truman sacking uh, MacArthur. Um, Probably for the most fun in terms of researching a a, um, podcast series was the economic bubbles and financial crises that we did a little bit earlier uh, this year, where we took a look at um, literally economic bubbles from the 1600s up to the uh, early uh, 1900s and saw what Uh, discuss what led to them and uh, what the fallout was and some leadership lessons from each one of those. The um, Always Have Fun with our Oscar series. Uh, We had fun again with that this year. The um, We've continued uh, to explore leaderships from each of the American presidents and this year we focused on the post-Civil War presidents uh, up until we uh, have not yet gotten to Teddy Roosevelt. And the thing that really struck me there, Richard, was um, there are no new issues in American politics. The, uh, the immigration issue, the uh, debt issue, treasury issues, issues that are still debated today were equally and as uh, vociferously debated in the uh, 1860s, 1870s, and 1880s as they are in 2019. And... Um, I really enjoyed our lead up to the Civil War um, because we saw sort of the, the dynamic and a road leading to true Armageddon. But it really struck me that, uh, uh, particularly after Reconstruction ended, how many of the issues that we still struggle with today we were struggling with, I guess that's 130 or 140 years ago. But Probably the most fun, I would have to say, and my favorite was when we uh, did a tribute to Philip Kerr in his final novel, uh, Bernie Gunther novel. Uh, I really felt like I was uh, 
kind of saying goodbye to an old friend and saying goodbye to an author, saying goodbye to a character. But also, it didn't strike me, I think, till we were in the podcast that maybe we were saying goodbye to, to a city. Uh, yeah. Because the city of Berlin really was as big a character in all of the Bernie Gunther novels as, as Bernie was. And that um, uh, this is Weimar, uh, Berlin, so there was a definite end to that character's life. <laughs> and uh, that was uh, uh, perhaps a little bit less leadership and more personal fun for both of us. But uh, those were some of the highlights for me. How about from your end? Well, one of the things about the presidential series that struck me was um, how little I knew about them. Um, I've, I've taken a fair number of history classes, but I don't think we've ever covered that particular uh time period in depth. Um, it's just one of those things that gets skipped over. You jump from uh, Civil War to World War I, or, or certainly uh, Teddy Roosevelt and, and the Jingoist era. Um, but, but you're right. And then reading the, the biographies of those people, the, the problems they were facing are all too familiar today. Um, MacArthur Truman, I, I loved that one. The... Um, Reading for it is a little voluminous, but uh, but but still worth doing. And and uh, it was interesting to see how polarizing the two figures still are today um, to the people who study them. Um, I always love our Oscar series, and yeah, I'm going to miss the Philip Kerr. So the um, I guess that 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 you bring up a good point on the polarization of American politics. Uh, certainly, that is a. a uh, topic of comment now, but we've always had polarization. And you're absolutely right. Probably as m much a moment of polarization was the sacking of MacArthur by Truman. Truman at that point probably, I believe, had the lowest presidential rating of any U.S. president. He did not stand for re-election, although he could have. If he had stood for re-election, I think he would have been uh, decimated yes. uh, going forward. Uh, but I think history uh, recorded it was probably the right decision because um, if the United States had bombed mainland China, I'm pretty sure we would have been engaged in a much wider mainland Asia war than uh, the Korean Peninsula. I agree, and I think you made the right choice, but uh, one of the things, I didn't live through the period, but uh, just the visceral hatred of, of Truman on the part of the Republicans, okay, you got to switch the parties today, but it's, again, it's nothing new in American politics. And the same with the 19th century presidents we saw. Um, there were some uh, very harsh words exchanged. <laughs> very harsh words, indeed. The, um, uh, the McChrystal book, uh, I, I would highly recommend that to uh, anyone who enjoys, one, a great read, two, leadership, three, thoughts from uh, one of our uh, top former, now retired generals, and really a different way uh, to look at leadership, certainly through the structure of military eyes, but also uh, through eyes of innovation, uh, through eyes of uh, people who utilized uh, PR uh, and a wide variety of, of characters that we perhaps don't think about as leadership. And, and um, whereas uh, I think Walt Disney might be someone we would think of in terms of innovation, perhaps not leadership and certainly not Coco Chanel. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's partly just the, the blinkered focus that uh, we tend to have and uh, the emphasis on politics and, and business. So, 
Well, I can't wait to see what the next decade may bring us, Richard. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to it, too. And uh, I, I also recommend uh, reading up on the... I particularly enjoyed the Mississippi bubble. Yes. Um, uh, but I also knew very little about the Panic of 1907, and that's also a, a fascinating one and probably has more relevance to the modern economy. Uh, I, let me disagree with you on that, because I think it was actually the Mississippi bubble that had the greatest relevance. Uh, John Knox was someone... Oh, John Law. Uh, John Law was not someone I had any experience in. I knew the name, but I had no appreciation of a 17th century or 18th century Englishman being a pre- or proto-Kinsian <laughs> and what he was trying to do in the context of an absolute monarchy with an economy controlled by the king and the king's ministers. And I found that absolutely fascinating. Uh, it was not the, the bubble of the South Sea bubble or the tulip bubble, uh, but uh, nevertheless a, a severe economic crash. But it, uh, I thought, really presaged many of the questions that economists still struggle with today. Well, it did, and uh, the economies were smaller and the governments certainly had less control over them. Um, well, I guess that's not strictly true. The, uh, the absolutist kings of France had a fair amount of control. They just handled it very ineptly. Right. And then in the, uh, the Panic of 1907, um, I was certainly uh, aware of the story of J.P. Morgan and his rescue. What I was really not as aware of was he was able to pull it off, not because simply because he had financial resources he could bring to bear, but because of integrity and people's trust in him and that when he was able to put people in a room and, and either demand or ask of them uh, to do something, and they trusted him enough to follow his lead. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see some more of that in the modern world. But, uh, <laughs> Not holding your breath? <laughs> Not holding my breath. Is there anything in particular we should talk about in the next year? Uh, you know, that's a great point, Richard. Um, perhaps um, uh, we ought to go back and maybe uh, look at some academics uh, we did that early on in this podcast series, and we haven't done that in a while. Uh, I'm really enjoying these sort of uh, thematic series we're doing, and uh, so I might figure out a way to to see if there are other uh, examples of um, uh, perhaps uh, a nuts and bolts toolkit uh, approach uh, to one or two podcasts. We've got February is our month of Oscar, so we'll have to pick some fun movies uh, to look at uh, there. And um, I'm fairly certain that um, the business world will provide us with some stories uh, to uh, talk about in the context of leadership. I'm sure it will. Now, I do have one book. I have two books, actually, on my, on my nightstand that I think we'll probably get around to. One is on uh, appeasement and the, uh, the run-up to World War II. And I think if you talk about a failure of leadership, I think that's something we need to talk about. And the other one is the anarchy about the history of the East India Company. Mm. And uh, which also involves an early impeachment, although it was in uh, Parliament rather than the U.S. Congress. Might we need to book in the uh, appeasement book with uh, sort of uh, Churchill's first month? Yeah, absolutely. That might be a good series, uh, good uh, little part series. So a little teaser for you. <laughs> you can uh, look for something in the next year. So, Richard, I guess the thing I would like to end with is um, I recently had to, to kind of write a summary of this podcast for someone, and I was struck again by the name. And 
you know, we chose 12 o'clock high for a reason uh, because of the movie that uh, we both enjoyed. But uh, in, in kind of thinking back to that movie, the more I am struck by the true business leadership lessons from that movie and thinking about uh, my first experience of seeing it as a war movie, as a more mature adult, seeing it as a, a business process movie, although in the context of a, uh, obviously a World War II, and how leadership uh, can, um, the, the tactics, techniques, and strategies of leadership, I think, can be taught and they can be communicated because World War II was not fought by West Point trained generals. It was fought by people like our parents. And um, so the leadership skills they brought to bear in the armed services um, were things that they had learned or they knew. And those same leadership skills they brought back into the civilian world that they used uh, after the war. So I was just struck by uh, having selected this this title and based it on this movie and how much leadership there was in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh... I should go back and rewatch it because I enjoy it every time. For now, this is Tom Fox and Richard Lummis with 12 O'Clock High. We hope you'll listen in all next year. This is Paris Fox again. We hope you enjoyed this episode of 12 O'Clock High, a podcast on business leadership with Tom Fox. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and rate the podcast. Thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.